You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yet again, number 1920. I, I've lost count at some point in time, but um, here we are, making it happen. Uh, myself, Nathan McIntosh, and uh, the man is back. He is back. He's back. What's up, dude? He is so back. Yeah. You hear him right there. That's me. He's back. Uh, that, uh, if you don't know, is the man sitting to my left, John Tired, John Dirty, Dr. Daddy, John John the Don. Super John Osborne. Oh, yeah. Whoa, there's John. And look out, ladies. Here comes John Fatigate. John Fatigate. It's amazing you don't even use notes for that. You just know it. Oh, and John Tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, John Fatigate, how are you, What's man? What's up, buddy? It's good to be back. How you doing? Um, You know, kicking life right in the dick. Uh, kind of tired. It's been... Uh, I went to a, a wedding this weekend, and there's also sun all over the place. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? You walk oh, yeah. around getting baked in the sun. It's great. You don't gotta do any of the things I gotta do, right? You 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 tan. You have a good time. I tan. I don't. I get very burnt. <laughs> uh, I get very burnt and tired. Uh, I get very burnt and John tired. Look out. So do you do you put like a sunblock on every day or something like that? Yeah, dude. Which is so weird. Being be having red hair and going on the way like everybody else. Like most of my friends, you know. Hey, man, I'll just put. Uh, I'll just go out in the sun. Me and the sun are friends. I have to put on a protective suit to block the fun guy that makes everything good. You know what I mean? If without the sun, we wouldn't have plants. We wouldn't have anything. And I'm like, I got to fight that dude. Yeah. It really sucks. Um, sunscreen is a must. And once when I was a kid, I, um, uh, I was on the sun for a long time, man, when I was like four or five. And my, my arm pretty much cooked. I had big blisters on my arm like these sun blisters and the doctor said he was like man those are gonna you gotta put a cast on because if you don't and they explode you're gonna your your tiny little five-year-old body is gonna feel a lot of pain oh my god so i put a cast on my arm and i didn't want to tell people that i'm a little wiener who can't deal with the fun sunshine so i went to school you know you know how they used to tell us as kids when you're crossing the street to put your arm out in front of like in front of you so the cars know to stop or no whatever? no one ever told me how to cross the street hilarious well canada we had a whole it was it was grade one that whole year was learning how to cross <laughs> the street no but they used to tell us that like kindergarten and stuff they said when you cross the street put your arm out in front of you um so i told kids that i put my arm out in front of me to cross the street and a car drove right through my tiny little baby arm and broke it are you serious i'm 100 percent serious and i stuck with that story <laughs> i stuck with that story for probably <sighs> probably four years of my life and they bought it they bought it and now you're coming clean yeah now i feel like How's a huge feel? man a huge weight has been lifted off any of the kids that i knew when i was five or six maybe even nine yeah man it was uh sun blisters what a pussy <laughs> <laughs> what a giant fruity puss but you know what i i actually i mean I, i'm I've, i'm a dark i'm darker skin because i'm you know mostly italian but I still, I got sun poisoning uh, like two weeks ago. I was out on Long Island and I... In the sun beach? I didn't put on sunblock all day. So you need sunblock. I still use it. I can't just like... Because you got out. like a beautiful olive thing going on. 
I was out in the sun. Look at sun. this hair. I, <laughs> Doesn't that block a lot of what's going on? That blocks a lot, but my back, you know, is, is like a baby's back. Well, you know, mostly. Yeah. Actually, there's hair on my back, but okay. not, not a lot. Okay. Oh, hey, man. Anyway, it's your back. I was out in the sun all day. And, uh, dude, I got sick as fuck. I was so nauseous. I was stuck on the couch. Throwing up and stuff? I've done I didn't, that, too. I didn't throw up, but I was, like, burnt, and I felt like I was going to puke all night. If you ever do stay out in the sun long enough to throw up from it, uh, let me tell you, that 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 throw up is not a good one. I'm sure. It's. It, it, I don't want to get into it. It's disgusting. I yeah. also once uh, passed out from the sun. I was out in the sun all day. Um, I didn't have my little baby bucket hat on. When I was a kid, I used to have a bucket hat because I could protect my stupid little weird body and um didn't have it and i passed out in grade two in a lineup going somewhere i think we were on a field trip passed out in the lineup in front of my my first girlfriend i had a girlfriend in grade two really yeah her name was miranda i used to call her mermaid how cute is that get the fuck out of here i was wow, like six man. that's and, pretty suave for yeah kid. i went to her house once i was wearing a little sailor hat i had this little captain's hat and i, I was really i mean i was six so i knocked on her door and this giant animal answered i guess it was her dad and he just looked at me, and I, and I was like, uh, is Mermaid home? <laughs> and he didn't say anything. He just closed the door in my face. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess me and her, are we're done. That's, and that was it. That's the end of that. Um, so last week, what you missed, uh, me and James O'Mattern talking about jo uh, quitting your day job to chase your dream. I think it's a pretty important thing. Uh, it was good. And this week, I want to talk about... People who have jobs who I believe need to be making more money. Okay. Uh, that's a thing, you know? And I guess we can talk a little bit about people who might make too much money. But uh, there's some fucking people out here, man, that need to be making more goddamn money. Am I wrong? I, you're, you're definitely... <clears throat> you're right. But we'll see how far I agree with you on this. I cannot wait to argue with John. It's gonna be the best. When John is here, we fight. We fight. Well, the thing is this. I mean, I do agree that a lot of people need to make more money, but I, I, <clears throat> there's only a few exceptions where I feel like some people are making too much money. Okay. So. All right. Because as flawed as the system is, I do kind of, I do like to believe in the in the market and stuff and, and capitalism to um, a degree, to a degree. Okay. Well, I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we, yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm more, more people that need more money, I believe. There's, I do. There's some I fucking jobs going on out here, man, yeah. that people need some more money. Um, also want to talk about... Uh, Sir Gary Oldman, who I believe has been knighted. This is the, that'll be the first reference I've made to a man being a sir who actually could be a sir. I'm pretty sure he was knighted. You I never brought up Elton John. Uh, I thought you did. Once. Oh, last week actually, me and uh, me and Sir James O'Madden were singing <laughs> Sir Elton John. So there you go. Someone saved my reference tonight. <laughs> um, pretty sure Gary Oldman was knighted. Either way, who cares? It doesn't matter. He yesterday Playboy interview. He basically defended Alec Baldwin and um, Mel Gibson's uh, rants that they've had over the last couple of years, mm -hmm. basically by saying that the people who say that they're terrible for what they said are hypocrites because they've definitely said some bad things in their lives. Um, yeah, and I thought it was really interesting. And then coming in here today, I was like, oh, man, we'll talk about that because he's getting a lot of hate. And I was like, well, we can calm down a little bit. And then the man apologized. The hell's going on? Yeah. Everybody's apologizing for everything. Everybody gives in, man. I'm sorry to you for bringing it up at all. <laughs> I'm sorry to the the people who listen. Yeah. I'm sorry to you guys. <laughs> I don't I don't know where where did, so the pressure came from the public. People got all pissed off and what his publicist said you got to apologize. Um I think so. Yeah, I'll 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 I'll, uh, I'll bring it up here and uh and we'll we'll talk it out. Um 
but yeah, that's pretty much what that's always what it is, man. You know, some guy actually says something that's uh, maybe on his mind. And then uh, some, I guess, criminal publicist who's like, oh, my God, you'll never sell wheat thins again. Yeah. You got to take it back. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, he, they take it back. And then he's in a fucking Midas commercial. He's a fucking knight. He shouldn't have to apologize to anybody. He should be able to walk around with a shield. Just slaying people. Slicing you in half. <laughs> on guard. Yeah, I wish I had a, a no- the noise of somebody being <laughs> cut, cut in half. Let it in a post. Um, uh, this is another thing I want to talk about. Uh, also, before I forget, as I usually do, uh, this is Positive Anger. You can check it out on Swell Audio, which is Pandora for podcasts. You can check us out on iTunes. Please do subscribe. Uh, SoundCloud and uh, the Stand Up New York Labs um uh, network website website, website yeah. standupnylabs.com but the most important thing is to be subscribing on iTunes the most important thing is for you to get a good meal and a decent night's sleep and pass that then if you could subscribe on iTunes that'd be great yeah um, also I was gonna get into the little jazz rant here yeah the jazz rant um, people have been leaving comments I think I was gonna talk about a couple of them briefly and also I was wondering if anybody I mean I don't know what you what people uh, if you like the jazz rant and stuff let me know and maybe you even have Something you'd like me to rant about over some jazz. I could do that. That's a great idea. Let me know. How do they how do they get that to you? Um you can tweet that at me at Nathan McIntosh or um email. <laughs> Just stick to the tweet. Yeah, stick to the tweets. Um hashtag jazz rant or something. Hashtag jazz rant, hashtag Dr. Daddy. <laughs> um this is a th- okay. Th- this I wanted uh th- this is today's jazz rant to a degree. Uh, there's a friend of mine, um, you know this man, I won't take his name, he's, he's, he's recently come out in the world and said he's into big women, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're talking, we're talking like 400 pound women, okay? Okay. Is somebody I know? Yes. Okay. Um, we can talk about it after the, 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 it's, uh, it's your dad, here he is! (laughs) Ba-ba-ba-ba-son, I've always been into 400 pounds. (laughs) Is that a good impression of your dad? I've never met him. John! (laughs) I don't know. Um, anyways, he's in a 400 pound women. I, I am in love with the idea of a man finally saying what he's into and living that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whose fucking right is it to say that that's wrong or whatever the fuck? It's it's very frustrating to me. Agreed. So basically, Jazz Rant today is about that. Uh, it's about these, these the, the fucking, the industry, I guess. Magazines and even rap and shit that tells us constantly that sort of what you're into is awful. Especially if it's 400 pound women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is the beginning of the jazz rat. The 400 pound women jazz rat? The 400 pound woman jazz rat. Okay. Ah, man. So, as I was just saying to John John, a friend of mine came out. I guess, I mean, it can even say it's coming out. Because the reason I say it's coming out is because this man will say, hey man, I'm into 400 pound women. And then there's other guys that'll go, oh my God, that's disgusting. I would never. Nobody's saying you have to, man. Same as when a dude comes out and is like, I'm gay. What, do you want to shit on him for that? He's not telling you to suck a dick. He's just telling you, hey, this is what I'm into. And it gets pretty lonely sitting in your own house, fighting the urges that you have in your chest and soul. The reason it makes me mad, and one reason I think it took him so long to do it, is because there, there's pretty much no... I mean, there's not a lot of 
Magazine covers with 400-pound women on them. We're not shown a lot of... Uh, we, we are shown pretty much one standard woman most times. It's like a, it's a, a skinny, uh, cripplingly tiny woman with uh, shoulders that could shatter at any moment in time. Her, her little wrists could snap if she has to carry her own groceries. And this is, we are told, that is... That's gorgeous. If you don't have that, you're a complete, you're a career criminal. You shouldn't even leave your house if you have a woman who even maybe sort of has the shape of a woman. You lock that up. You put it in a box, and you, you fuck her on the weekends, but you don't let people know that that's what you have, for God's sake. Also, in, like, I listen to rap. I like rap quite a bit. Rap videos, every rapper is just with, like, hot women. Big-ass, big-tittied, hot women. And we all go, oh, man, that's great. That's so cool. These are the, these are the, those are the women I want to be with. And then you see these people's wives, though. I don't know if anybody's ever seen T.I.'s wife. She pretty much looks like a bus driver. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But she's not in the videos. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't put her in the goddamn videos. He takes her out, I don't know, maybe on holidays to dimly lit diners. Or like a VIP Chuck E. Cheese where he tells them to turn the machines off so they can't see your troll face. Because he can't... Heaven forbid you're seen with a woman that's been with you for years and years of your life. She doesn't have a fat ass and a, and a small waist though, right? I can't be seen with these goblins. Anybody's ever seen Snoop's wife? She ain't what these fucking videos show. At all. And it's disgusting to me that these type of women that they're married to are not shown in the fucking videos at all. Because then we down here, the common man, just goes, oh my god, this is what I need. And if, and if I'm walking around with an actual woman that looks like Snoop's wife, because I've never seen her, I'm some kind of a bad fucking person. Or my friend who's into 400 pound women has to run in shame. You, what, how's he supposed to come? You want him to fuck the women that you're into? These tiny little stick women? And not come? You know how hard it is to not come? How bad it feels for your tiny little your tiny little sack? When you when you don't when you can't come with something that the world tells you you're supposed to be able to come to? You know what I mean? He's into four hundred pound women, leave him the hell alone. Leave all these people alone. Um and this this goddamn how how women are shown to us constantly. It's gotta stop, because it doesn't just fuck women up. Like, I know women look at it sometimes and are like, I gotta, I gotta lose this, I gotta get smaller here, I gotta do this, I gotta look like this. It also fucks men up, because we're like, oh god, we gotta have a woman that looks like that. We gotta have these women that just wake up perfect. You know, watch a movie, and, it, and an explosion will happen, and a woman will dust uh, a car door off of herself, and her fucking hair and makeup is perfect, except she has, like, a little bit of dirt on her face. Is that how people... Is that how you'd come out of a fiery explosion with mascara perfectly intact and your hair in just... You ever... When they show, like, a woman who has cancer in, like, a movie, they go to her bedside and she'll wake up and her hair and makeup are done? Are the fucking doctors coming in and going, look, we know you have cancer, we're gonna hook you up to this IV, but if you could just roll this way so I could put this blush on your face. I'd really like you to look good for the interns or whatever that come through this goddamn thing. Um, anyways, that's the jazz rant. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, I don't know, man. If, if you like the jazz rant, let me know at Nathan McIntosh on Twitter. Or if there's anything you'd, you'd like to have uh, ranted about over jazz, 
Let me know. That'd be fun. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick break here. Come back, talk to John John the Don about Sir Gary Oldman and jobs that I think people need to be paid more for. Seven week vacation. Great. He's getting longer and longer all the time. I got super sunburned. Oh man. John John got Terrible. like pretty much cooked. Medium rare. I'm 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 pretty brown now. They froze they froze him for a little while. Cryogenically, his skin rejuvenated. They they thawed him out. I came back as well. And here we are. It's good to be back. We were sitting on a beach and we we're like, oh god, we didn't finish that podcast. <laughs> and then we came back and did it. Um so yeah, like I said, want to talk about um Okay, first, okay, what do you want to talk about first? Gary Oldman or these jobs? Um, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Okay, so, Gary Oldman yesterday, Playboy magazine. Basically, um, oh, so this is paraphrasing a couple of things, but they, they asked him, first of all, it's Playboy. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to talk about things like, what are they going to talk about? Do you like cotton candy? Gary Oldman? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. man, do you like, uh, you ever had a popsicle? Yeah, it's like almost almost like Stern. You're gonna get like, I mean, yeah. not to the, the level of Stern, but like you're gonna get kind of an interview you're not gonna get anywhere else. Yes. So they asked him, "What do you think about what Mel Gibson's gone through these past few years?" Gary Oldman, uh, paraphrasing a little bit, I just think political correctness is crap. Um, I I think it's like take a fucking joke. No one can take a joke anymore. Mel got drunk, said a few things, but we've all said those things. We're all fucking hypocrites. Uh, the policeman who arrested him has never used the N-word or said that fucking Jew. But but why did... Just to clear this up. Yeah. Why did Mel Gibson even start ranting about Jews when he got pulled? What does that have to do with him getting pulled over? Uh, like, why do you get pulled over was, and all of a sudden go on some tirade about Jews? I can't... Ex- nothing to do with anything. For sure. Um, one, your old, your old pal Jack Daniels, every once in a while, kicks you in the ribs and is like, hey, man, what about the Jews? Um, I don't know, man. I think he... It might have been like, a, maybe it was a, I think he got arrested by a female cop, I believe. He called her sugar tits. I remember that, kind of. <laughs> he was drunk in a car, running his mouth. Uh, you know, it who, just seems like it has nothing to do with anything. Like, he's just got Jews on the mind, and he's angry about them. Sure. Yeah. Sure. But all, Gary Oldman is just saying that uh, everybody has said some things that we don't want other people to know we've said. It's pretty much course, what he's saying. Of course, of um, course. This is the thing where I will defend the other side of that. Which is what side? Is this. Uh, most of the people in Hollywood that run Hollywood, besides fucking a few Scientologists or whatever, a lot of them are Jewish. Look out. Okay, first of all, let me stop you right there, kid, kid captain. Go ahead. Because he says that in this interview, and that's one of the giant things that people fucking jumped on. So it's at John Fatigate on Twitter. <laughs> Scream at him. Go ahead, though. Um, we all, We both work in entertainment, okay? We know... The majority of people in entertainment that control entertainment are Jewish. And those people don't want to work with somebody who's getting pulled over and screaming about how much they hate Jews when it has nothing to do with anything. Okay. So why the hell would they want to work with them? It's up to them to be like, look, if I was some guy at Paramount and I ran it and I was Jewish and they were like, yeah, Mel Gibson wants to work on this project. Like, fuck that anti-Semite. I'll use somebody else. Fuck him. Okay, sure. And that's my freedom to do that. 
Of course, you know. Um, and yeah, so that's where I I would dis I would take the opposite side with with Gary Oldman on that. I, I feel like people should be able to say whatever they want, absolutely, and then people should have the freedom to work with whoever they want. Of course, he's a fucking idiot because Jews run Hollywood, and he he should know that. <laughs> you said it again, and I'm telling you, that's what's wrong the with thing? me saying that? This, uh, uh, this, uh, we, Oldman, we work said- in, we work in entertainment. Every single person in this comedy club. That, that runs his comedy club is Jewish. Every single agent I deal with is Jewish. Every single manager is Jewish. People in the networks, they are Jewish. Look, Jewish people are very smart people. They're very successful, you know? And this they is, like entertainment. You are tuning into the last <laughs> episode of Positive Anger before it is shut. Please send, if there's any hate, you send it at, at How am I saying John what I'm okay. I'm How not, is this even offensive? First me, of all, I'm just me, stating the fucking facts. Let me tell you that I'm not saying you're saying anything offensive. You can say what you want. We are. This is this is a free land here. Okay. This this table right here is America. Yes. And you know what that is? It's a free country. Jews but are successful people. This man. is what I'm trying to say. Is mm-hmm. that in this thing? First of all, he says that we everybody. Everybody who was mad at Mel has said bad things, right? Can we first of all let's just stop there? Can we agree about that? The, almost every single person on this planet has said something in their life that's considered offensive to somebody. Okay, so he's talking about how that that hypocrisy drives him crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. which look, you can't you can't fault him on that. You can't you can't you just go oh yeah of course that's it is ridiculous that everybody starts standing up and going I would never yes you have and you will and you you, you just just stop that that I'm the greatest fucking thing that ever walked the planet um then he gets then he keeps going okay talks about uh, Alec Baldwin called somebody a fag on the street while he was pissed off coming out of a building because they wouldn't leave him alone I don't blame him um so they persecute Mel Gibson is in a town that's run by Jews here we here we go oldman uh, slash John Fatigate. And he said the wrong thing because he's actually bitten the hand that I guess has fed him and doesn't mm-hmm. need to feed him anymore because he's not, he's got enough dough. Well, like, anyone that's offended by that, obviously, obviously Gary Oldman's worked in Hollywood for a long time. Yes. Anyone that's angry about that obviously doesn't know anything about entertainment because they haven't been, they haven't worked in it before. But the case is that most of entertainment is, is filled with Jews that work in it. And that's it. Sure. Um, I, so. Look, see, this is where they, I think there's a big difference between what Alec Baldwin did and what Mel Gibson did. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Yeah. There of was, course. It, no. He. He's. He's. It was almost like a non sequitur. It has nothing to do with anything. Of when you course. Get pulled over of and course. You... The two of them together don't have anything separate. To, like technically, to do the things they said technically don't have anything mm-hmm. to do with each other. They're just talking about how two celebrities lost their minds, I guess, in in these weird tirades. Yeah. Um. Plus, and again, all Oldman is saying is that the same people that are getting mad at these. I first of all, I think it's cool that a man like Oldman, who does have things to lose, um, will come out and go, "Hey, man, we're all fucking hypocrites. You can't kill these human beings because of things that they said." Well, there's more. There's more issues with Mel Gibson than just what happened there. Like his father's like some big Holocaust denier and shit. Like, I mean, that I look. If I were Jewish. I would be like, I'm not fucking working with this well, guy. Well, Gary's not. Gary Fuck even him. says that in this. He, yes, of course, they don't have to work with him. He's not saying that they do. He's not being like, he's not being like, come on, put him in fucking. Uh, um, uh, what's that? What was that movie? Oh man, what was the movie with him what? and Danny Glover? Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon Five, Four had Chris Rock. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? He's not saying that. He's just saying, yes, they said some things. We've all said some things. Let's calm down a little fucking bit. Okay. Um, and I mean, it's all ridiculous anyway. Mel Gibson's tirade 
it's like six years ago, five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. It's strange that they kind of, um, you know, I, I think people sometimes ask these type of things to, just to drum up fucking another article. You know what yeah. I mean? Because if Oldman had gone, yeah, Mel Gibson's a bag of garbage, then they could have, that Oldman calls Mel Gibson a piece of shit that yeah, he should live true. in a truck. It's, it's really just so that we'll do this. That's really what this is for, that you and me and other people will go, hey, did you hear about that thing? Instead of going... The sun is yeah, burning me. Yeah, it creates controversy me. either way. Uh, my groceries are expensive. <laughs> Red peppers are too much. <laughs> that was another impression of your dad. <laughs> He's going to be impression of your dad, dad all day. I know. That's why I'm making it. <laughs> that's why I have to get the voice. I'm John. I'm your dad. <laughs> um. Anyway, so um. Uh. Well, if I okay. So then he. Then anyways, the the thing goes on. He talks about. Um. He says that. He says a couple things. He he says, no, I'm not defending. No, but I'm defending all the wrong people. I'm saying Mel's all right. Alex's a good guy. So how do I come across? Angry, whatever. Because, I mean, it is it is pretty... You can't... It's hard to take a, one tiny, like a, a small fraction of somebody's life, like everything they've ever said, and then write them off as a human being. I've said mm-hmm. this to you before. It's very interesting to me that that's the only way we ever... Somebody's true colors are only ever negative. Mm-hmm. It's only ever negative. You could be a hero your whole life walking around feeding babies that aren't yours and pulling women out of buildings and then you go, that guy's a fag. And then somebody go, that's his true colors. I mean, why does it always have to be the most negative thing on the planet? Because it never works the other way around. Just a super awful human being, it, 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 I mean, it, the Grinch story is just that. It's a story. A, a truly awful human being, if they then one day help an old woman across the street, nobody goes, oh, look at that guy. Look at his true colors. We'd all go, well, look at that piece of shit trying to <laughs> pretend that he's better than he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, both these men have lived uh, lives, and it's it's w- one thing in a series of everything. And I mean, not not saying the events are good or right or anything like that, but, it, you know... Anyway, so old, I like the idea that Oldman is sort of defending them because he's a man that has something to lose. Um, and that's interesting. A, a guy who could get a lot of hate, which he did, is like, hey, man, uh, we're all fucking hypocrites. Calm down. Uh, so that's, you know, that's one of the things I want to talk to you about today. And I was like, I think it's cool. Good for Gary Oldman. I mean, you, you can't go around agreeing with everybody about everything. Yeah. And then today. I still say fuck Mel Gibson, though. Um, sure. I mean, yeah. Fuck him. Uh, just, just, just solely for that or just fuck him in general? It, it just, I don't know. For some reason, like, like he, he, the dude's got a proven track record as being like pretty anti-Semitical, you know? Semitical? Is that a word? I don't think so. That is not a word. <laughs> Which just proves I'm not a Jew. Just proves you're an anti-Semite. <laughs> At John Fatigate to let it's him know. It's an anti-Semite that works in medicine. Um, <laughs> anti-Semitical? <laughs> um, that might be a word though. Mike, you look that up? I could look it up. I got a computer. Oh, you got a computer. Um, anti-Semitical, I don't believe is a word, but I mean, let's do it. Anyways, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, what you know, what he um, that he again that he would defend um, people who it could it could again he has things to lose, and uh, I was going to talk to you about that today because I I just think it is interesting the hypocrisy of all that kind of stuff. The people that write these stories and take these pictures of these people can't say that they've never said anything or said something offensive. Any man born in the 80s and under has called somebody a faggot. Absolutely. You can't say you didn't. Where did you grow up? A lot of gay people say it. Of course. Well, of course, but I'm not even talking about that. But I mean, it's just straight men, 80s and under, 90s and under. Where did you grow up that you are going to say with a straight face that you've never said the word faggot? In a, in a tree? 
Did you grow up under a rock? Were you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that was a thing that straight men said to other straight men. Barely had anything to do with being gay. It was a great word in Nothing 1992. Nothing. You're just like, that guy's a faggot. Anyways. Um, at John Fatigate for all your hate. God. It's going <laughs> to kill me. Good thing I didn't even look at my fucking Twitter. Um, uh, don't tell the people that. He looks at his Twitter all the time. Yeah. Um, hate, or please. tweet at me and I'll let him know. I'll call him. Um, <laughs> and then anyways, today, Gary Oldman apologized. And I think that's a... Man, everybody's apologizing. You can't... Everybody... I don't even know why, these, why we want these people to apologize. What does that even do? What did he... I, I, why why can't we just stand behind some things that we said for more than 48 hours? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know what we're supposed to do with this anyway. Like, that guy said something, let's get him to apologize, and then what? So where are we now? So everybody's still going to hate him. If Christopher Nolan ever does The Dark Knight again, Oldman's probably out. I can't have you working on the set. You defended Mel Gibson. Go to hell. I mean, the Mel Gibson's Gordon. a fucking sinking ship, I, I guess, you know? Um, just Bail. <laughs> I, think every, I think it's pretty bail safe to one. say I think it's pretty safe to say that the people who were going to bail bailed I won't say shit about Scientologists though they'll kill you um, well, I think not saying you won't say anything about Scientologists is saying something with Scientologists so if you want to tweet your hate at John Fatigate for all your Scientology um, you're, you're, what are you against Scientologists no they just creep me out and scare me man um, I watched a documentary about them. They do seem like they'll murder your whole family. Oh my god! Um, I'm afraid we might have to edit this part out. <laughs> yeah, you wake up and there's uh the John Travolta's over your bed. Oh my god! Can you come? Can you come with me, sir? <laughs> no, to his private jet, and he flies you to an island where the people who never said faggot in the, the '80s live. Uh, <laughs> um, those people don't exist. Um. <laughs> Anyways, man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this literally yesterday, the man, I was like, oh, that's kind of, uh, again, you're going to get hate for a lot of things you say or not say or whatever. And I was like, it's kind of interesting that he is just like, everybody is a hypocrite. Calm the fuck down. And then uh, he was like, hey, guys, I'm sorry. How It's weird to apologize after a Playboy interview, too. Like, he probably yeah. near the grotto. There's just tits on tits. He probably just doesn't want to deal with it anymore. He's like, look, I'm trying to get my shit on in the grotto. Yeah, I'm trying to get my I'm shit just, on the grotto. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Okay, whatever. Yeah, look at these tits, yeah. and then you're like, what, "What'd you say about Mel Gibson?" Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Look at this woman's <laughs> ass. Do you know what I mean? She has. There's. A, she's serving beverages out of her out of her ass. <laughs> there's a guy. There's there's a there's a celery stick in a woman, and you're asking me about what? <laughs> get the hell out! I don't know if that. Are they even done? Do they do the Playboy interviews at the Playboy Mansion? Probably not, but I'd like to think they do. Oh, of course, we'd like to think they yeah. do. Uh, hot women and then some guys like hey man what do you think of the the bears this year I'm like I don't know man look at this woman she's going down on that woman there's a fucking there's people riding go-karts here naked there's titties flopping in the go-kart wind uh. and you're asking me about what who cares about my movies I'm out of here I'm, I'm Sir Gary Oldman I'm gonna go grab this goddamn woman look at the shooter girl okay. <laughs> um, the, the, honestly the Playboy Mansion's probably not like that during the day it's probably not like that ever I'm sure during the parties, it's sort of like... Parties, that. yes, but I mean... Not, They've got an image to keep up. I guarantee Gary Oldman did not go to the Playboy Mansion for the interview. Because I, it's not like... The interview was not no, done by Hugh Hefner. Not. I wonder if Hugh actually still fucks these women. Who? You think he's on a ton of Viagra? Who? Hugh? Hugh. <laughs> Who Hefner? How much, Vi how much Viagra has <laughs> Hugh Hefner taken down? Um, I, I watched this... Did you see that documentary about him? No. It's really good. Um, He apparently doesn't use any. Good for him. Even now, he's 80-something and he's just... You know what I mean? Well, I mean... Even if he does, you probably wouldn't want the world to know. He's, again, he's got an image to keep up. And part of it's that Hugh can just fuck forever. Um, 
Is that part of the image? See, that's the that's lore. That's what I think that, of exactly, in my head. Exactly. That, exactly. I was in my say, head, that, Hugh that's can the, fuck over and over and over again. That's the lore that we create. Yeah, maybe you're right. He's, he, he comes seven times yeah. from the same dick, <laughs> from the same erection. He's impregnated all of the women ever. <laughs> and then buckshot come out of him. <laughs> uh, that's a horrible image to have in your head. Um, and that's another thing. Look at it. Uh, you, you're asking me about Alec Baldwin saying fag when we got uh, Hugh Hefner out here, balls deep, and a woman... D- Shooting cum all over the goddamn yard? And you're asking me about what? Um, again, another funny... They're playing Babbitton and, uh, you know, uh, Hugh Hefner's just uh, just coming all over the place. Yeah. It's a weird thing to think about. Anyways, the man apologized. Okay, so... Another topic. Huh? Moving all right. on. All right. Moving on. Here we move on. Time to move on. <laughs> um, jobs that I think... People should be paid more for. Now, we'll get into a couple of these. Get your opinions. Because um, I know you said there's jobs that you, you think people are paid too much for, but then there's other ones that you're like, no, these people are heroes. They should be... Um, well, no, I just think people should be... There should be less of a witch hunt after people people saying like, oh, this person deserves less. Because I think there's things that they're overlooking. But then, of course, there sure. are exceptions to that rule. Sure, and, that, that's, and that's the thing. I don't even want to... People that are making a ton of money, good for you, man. You, you you figured it out. You're a hero or woman, whatever. Good, good, good for you. Make all the money you can. Murder all the babies. And I'm not saying they do, but if you can murder a baby, do it. <laughs> Talking about people that deserve a little bit more money, I think. Okay. Okay? Here's one. Okay? I'm going to go through a... a pilots. That, that's actually an interesting one. Pilots? I always thought pilots made a shitload of money. Pilots are making dick. Yeah. In terms of what it is they're doing. Because this is the thing. You know what? In my eyes, every time I get up in a plane, right? Every time I'm on a plane, I'm like, okay, this man, when he, or, or woman, uh, I've actually only, I've seen way more. I don't think I've ever seen a, f- am I wrong? Of course, there's on definitely my, of female course there pilot, are. pilots. I'm just saying from my, from my... I have a friend, actually, who is a pilot, but just for fun, and she's a, it's a woman. Sure, and I'm just she talking... She just flies for fun, I'm though. more just talking about my own personal... I've never... Because I... Fuck it. Man, woman, whoever the hell's flying this goddamn thing, when we're in the air and that bitch starts jumping around, when we're flying through the air and the wind is just like, yo, we're going to do this now, we're going to bounce around, hold on to your drink. Yeah. Um, When this person lands that plane, in my eyes... They have just saved the lives of 200 people. Absolutely. Okay? I've talked about this with people before, and they're like, well, a pilot's just doing his job. His job is to save your dick. When Mm -hmm. he gets up in the air, and they're going from Houston to Greenland, his job is to land you. His job is to save your life the entire way. You know what I mean? I think these people need to be making more money. Yeah. Am I wrong? I agree, man. When they're when they're flying that plane, they shouldn't have to worry about their credit card payments, you know? They shouldn't have to worry about their credit card payments. They shouldn't have to be fielding phone calls that are like, we've got to pay the, the daycare. <laughs> I, I can't. I've got to fly an extra 200 hours this month. But you can't do that. We've got kids. Shut up, honey. I've got to get this goddamn plane down in Atlanta. And then he's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Screaming at his wife about bills. So where's our uh, these people need some more goddamn money? You know how much. But money? I feel like the airlines are always like underwater financially all the time. Like the government always has to step in and give them money because they just can't. Well, they, for some in, reason they can't survive on their own. You step in. You know what we should do then to give pilots more money? You know how you got to pay like an extra twenty bucks maybe to check a bag. Uh-huh. Give that in cash to the pilot. Start tipping the pilot. When you walk by that door, we should just go, buddy. Here's the twenty bucks. Thank you, Jesus, for fucking taking this magical piece of equipment into the sky 
and then bringing it back down onto this beautiful land that we like walking on. Yeah. Here's the 20 bucks. They could pass a tip bucket around or something. Tip a hat. Can yeah. we get a hat? Can we pass his captain's hat around the plane? And I really don't understand why people are like he's just doing his job. Do you understand what his job is? It's not like a he's not like a uh he's not he's not serving cotton candy at a fair. If if say there is a guy making cotton candy at a fair and people are like oh he needs to make more money. Okay, cool. If he doesn't get the cotton candy right onto the stick, 200 people don't fall out of the fucking sky <laughs> and crash into a swamp and be eaten by gators. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. These people need to be making more money. They're making like 90 grand a year. I think it's less than that, man. Good Christ. Well, first of all, I thought 90 grand a year is actually better. Like, that's actually pretty good. It ain't good enough for a fucking human being saving the lives of everybody every day. I thought it was a lot less than that. I mean, maybe like big time commercial pilots, but I really. It probably think, is less than that. I think that. it's less than that, man. I think it's substantial. Let's less say than it's that. 40. Is that right? No. That a pilot, a, a, man, a human, human being. Uh, the Wright brothers would be rolling in their graves. They made this so that this man has to look at the the, the dollar menu at McDonald's. <laughs> you tell he has to get he can't get the Denny's Grand Slam. He's got to get the Slam, one less egg, no pancakes. <laughs> you know I'm saying. Then he's got to get back on the fucking flight. That's the other thing that's crazy about it too. It's like to make that money, you have to fly a whole lot. It's like shift work. It's it's like commission. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, hey, man, how much money do you want to make this one? They're like, I got to make this. So it's like, well, you're pretty much flying nonstop. Can you deal with that? I guess. But one of these is going to fall. How about that? One of these is going to fall out of the goddamn sky. Um, pilots, I believe, need to make more money. Another one, I want to get your opinion on this. Cops. Cops need to be making more money. Am I wrong? Um, you're not wrong, but there's a bigger picture to look at, though. Let's look at it. I come from a family of cops. I've talked oh, about this. Oh, I know you come from a family of cops. Like, um, for instance, my father retired. At, it was tw for When he started becoming a cop, it was 20 and done. 20 years and you could retire. He retired at 49. So he had all of his 20s just to fuck around. Became a cop at 29. Retired at 49. And now he gets a sweet-ass pension. Never has to work again. Okay. So, I mean, that's a pretty good deal. A lot of cops, I mean, in New York, I know you start off making shit, and New York's yep. a really tough place. Yeah. But as your career goes on and you advance, you can actually, especially like in some, I know like in like in like rich towns in Connecticut, these cops are making like 90 grand a year and shit. 90 grand a year, okay? 90 grand a year in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And, they, and like in Connecticut, there's like no crime to worry That's about. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, so... Here you go. How much money are they making in New York? Probably ninety grand. That's the that's the. the you the see issue. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you because see what I'm saying? Because the shitty cities where there's actually a lot of crime, the cops are making nothing. This is what but I'm the saying. The cush like little towns, yes. you get paid a. Some ton. motherfucker in Hartford, the, the, his day consists of going to some old rich woman's house who's like, my neighbors drove by in their Ferrari and it was they were blasting Rick Ross. <laughs> Can you tell them to turn it down? Uh, I got it, Mrs. Whatever the fuck your name is. We're, we're on it, okay? Yeah, and yeah. then you walk over there and you go, Hey, man, I like Rick Ross, too. You know what I mean? I'm a cool hip cop. If you could just turn it down when you're driving down this beautiful cul-de-sac. And then there's a motherfucker in New York who has to stop a man from ripping somebody's head off on a subway train. <laughs> or who has a... Remember the guy a year ago who had a, a katana in Times Square? <laughs> swinging around... Hey, an old samurai weapon in Times Square. They shot him. Absurd. You ever say in Times Square? He could have cut a baby in half. Could have murdered some woman from Iowa. Yeah. Who's walking around? She's like, oh god, I can't wait to see Phantom of the Opera. Here is a 
a samurai is coming at me, <laughs> middle of the street. Uh, they, they probably, probably thinking he wants to take a picture with you. You're like, you see Spider Man, you see a samurai, and then this guy cuts your fucking head off. That cop deserves to make the same amount of money as some man driving past trees. No, we dead serious. It's actually funny because my father went from working in Mount Vernon, New mm-hmm. York, which has really, really high crime rate. It's a city that borders the Bronx, and it's terrible crime rate. And then he went to a really small village in Westchester that's really, really rich. And there was a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, one of the cops used to sleep under the desk because it was just like there was nothing to do. Like cops? There was, they, would, they would park the cruiser behind the and just go to sleep. You see what I'm saying? And that guy's making 90 grand. And there's they're making co- a lot of money. There's cops in this city who are sleeping under their desk because they're afraid. Yeah. You know, like one day, one day it's like, hey, man, uh, there's some drug dealers or whatever. You got to go stop them. Cool. Then, hey, man, we got a meth head who's got a fucking rock and he's going to cut this woman's eyes out. All right, sweet. And now uh, some idiot bought a fucking boa constrictor and it got loose in the building. Could you come down and stop this shit? There's no, it's all cops. You know yeah. what I mean? You could, you could see cops literally fighting tigers and then, then going to stop drunk drivers. And this man doesn't make money? What in the fuck? I know. We need these people need more money. Well, I think the problem is that the places that they pay the cop the least are the, the cities that are the most broke. You know, I think that's the problem. You know what we need to do again? Pass the hat around. <laughs> you drive by cops with your hat out and we'll throw change into it because this is ridiculous. The thing is, a lot of people say they hate. That's the other thing about being a cop. Everybody hates you. Yeah. And you're making no money, and you got to stop this Bengal tiger from eating these kids, and then stop that drug dealer from selling drugs to these kids. I know. What in the hell? When the hell do you ever get a? When do you again? People are calling you up like, "Hey, man, you got to pay for this fucking love seat you got two we- two years ago." I can't. I'm a, I'm a, I'm getting shot at right now in front of a KFC. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this guy's not making a lot of money. What the fuck? I know. Um, and that's the thing. People hate cops until they need a goddamn cop. You know what I mean? Some maniac is eating a woman in a fucking apartment. Years, you know what I mean? You gonna go in and stop him? I don't think so. It's a cop. Anyways, cops need to be making more money. Do we agree on that? I think we agreed. I agree. Um, Particularly inner city cops. Yeah, cops that are actual cops. I mean, if you're sleeping in your cruiser, <laughs> you are you're doing pretty good. Yeah. Okay. You complain about nothing. You got a barbecue. You got a backyard. Good job. It could be either a, a really sweet deal or a fucking awful deal with cops mm-hmm. for them. Um, this another one goes into that too. McDonald's employees that work night shift. Oh man! And it's the exact same reason. The guys working the day shift. Hey man, it's busy. Sure, but is anybody going to spit on you? Yeah. Anybody going to jump the counter and beat you to death with their shoes? Yeah. Again, particularly inner city McDonald's <laughs> employees. <laughs> we know what that. You know that McDonald's on West Fourth Street near. Uh, yeah, man. A man Mc- beat a woman to death in there. That place every single night is just like he, I feel bad for anyone that has to be in he, there. Uh, the man, a woman jumped the counter and a guy beat her with a rod. Yeah. The one, I walk by the one in Times Square sometimes at like two in the morning. And I'm like, oh god, that's got to be a rough shift. Yeah. Because nobody's giving a fuck about you. You're not a human being anymore. How in the hell is the person working the day shift? Make first of all, everybody at McDonald's I think should make more money when they're talking about like the minimum wage hike. I mm-hmm. I, per, I think they should make more money, but because um, McDonald's has the money, you've you've got it, McDonald's. We've been giving it to you for years and years. You know who doesn't get a hat to toss stuff into McDonald's? Yeah, we've we you've 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 tossed out the hat and we've given you so much money. Yeah, you can't even tip them. You have to you have to just put money into that McDonald's fund thing, um, which goes to sick kids who yeah. don't even work. Exactly. <laughs> 
Um, but night shift, man. I mean, how can you say that a guy working when the sun is out during the lunch hour when uh, people come in or even the breakfast when somebody's like, hey, man, can I get a sausage muffin and some pancakes? Um, how is that guy making the same money as a dude who has to deal with people loaded on Captain Morgan wanting, they don't even know what they want. They're leaning on the counter. They're puking on the floor. Have you been into a McDonald's after two in the morning? Not in years. It's I avoid it It's a criminal offense. Pretty much all the fight videos at McDonald's are at night from drunk uh, people or people all drugged up on some kind of, you know what I mean? Just tweaking on some weird concoction of meth and gasoline and, and, and not getting fucked. Oh, and yeah. they're in there fighting a guy because he didn't put enough ketchup in the bag or whatever the hell. You know what I mean? You pretty much have to be, they should get old gladiators, old American gladiators to work the night shift, like Nitro. Huh. Nitro should be working the cash <laughs> register with the tank top and just the McDonald's pants. And he has like that, that the Q-tip jousting thing. <laughs> and you order something, if you get out of line though, you're getting put down because he's a goddamn gladiator. You know what I mean? Blazer. Uh, laser or laser? Laser. Laser. Laser, nitro. There was a couple other ones. But Gemini. Was, uh, Some that, of these that might was be That was the female. woman, right? That was the yeah. woman. Laser was a dude. Um, and Gemini. Jesus, get her. Turbo. The, turbo. You get these people. I'm <laughs> telling you, the American gladiators, you put them behind the counter and then run the show again. Put it back on. Customers go up and you, you now you have to fight for your fries. How about that? <laughs> and we all watch it and we go, look at that idiot. He got his head kicked in. But you don't have a 17-year-old kid getting beat up by an adult man who's pissed that he had to wait in the drive-thru. Do you know what I'm saying? McDonald's employees, night Fucked shift, up. inner cities, I guess. Yes. And even out in these towns, man, these towns, because there's, there's there's drunk driving all over the... McDonald's night shift needs to be making more than McDonald's day shift. That's a good... I, I think that's a very valid call. Um, Another one here, truck drivers. Ah. Truck drivers need to be making more money, okay? These people are underpaid, overworked. It's another one of these pilot situations where you pretty much make as much as you drive for. You yeah. know what I mean? So then you get some guy hauling bananas from Poughkeepsie to fucking Houston. You know what I mean? On no sleep, and he's got to get there because if these bananas die in the car or the truck, he gets nothing. You know what I mean? Um, also, truckers bring us every single thing we have. Yeah. We, nothing, we, uh, iPods and Macs are drove in. You know what I mean? Fruits, vegetables. If truckers decided, you know what, we're done, we're not going today, we'd run out of shit pretty quick. It'd be like, uh, what was that, uh, uh, that movie with Brad Pitt and the zombies, uh, World War Z? Oh, yeah. Without the zombies. Um, just empty stores. Okay. You know what I mean? I think these people need to be making more money. Am I wrong? I don't know what they make. It ain't a lot, bro. 90,000. <laughs> sure. It's about 90,000. Apparently 90,000 is shit for you. <laughs> I'm, for the amount of work here, man, uh, if you're working, if you if you're working in an office, 90 grand, great. If you're bringing in every single thing we have, if you're fighting snakes or if you're, you're you know what I mean? Make you should be making a little bit more money. Yeah, because you're saying the world can't turn without these people. This is what I am saying. Yeah, the people who really, you know what I mean. Uh, if again, if you're working, particularly the night shift McDonald's people, the night shift <laughs> McDonald's people are are pretty much doing the Lord's work. Yeah, and they're getting dicked for it. Yeah, somebody might put a dick in their face, and then they look at their paycheck and it might as well just say dick. Mm. In the last two weeks, you know what you made? Dick, suck a dick, get out of here. <laughs> um, truckers bring in every goddamn thing, and that's another funny thing about truckers. We all hate them. Everybody makes fun of truckers. They're fat hooker killing mutants <laughs> who who bring in everything you wouldn't have the bag of doritos you're eating right now go to your fridge everything that's there a trucker might as well hand delivered it do you know what i mean and they're making nothing 
They're driving on the road, eating Wendy's at night. Plus, their jobs are on the chopping block now because driverless cars are coming soon. These fucking criminals. They might, they might lose it completely. Driverless cars, man, and then that that hero that uh, that makes driverless cars, they'll be a billionaire. Oh yeah. While while truckers. Well, Google's making them, so. Dry, truckers will be stumbling around the earth, waiting to die. Ugh. And they didn't even. You can't retire. What, what are you going to retire on? The money you made? Cool. Not a lot. No. You buy a goddamn trailer in Fort Lauderdale. And they're our biggest podcast listeners, too. Truckers? Oh, yeah. They love them. Hilarious. Well, I believe that they're, they're driving. Yeah. Truckers need to be making more money. We also got to... People got to stop making fun of truckers. You ain't better than truckers. They're bringing in everything. You know how hard it would be to drive a truck for 12 fucking hours while all you pass on the highway is disgusting food? Yeah. And then people make fun of you? You got to shower. You ever been to a truck stop? Oh, it's awful. How about shower in there, bro? There's showers there? Yes. Some of these places have showers. What do you think they shower? They sleep in a fucking truck. <laughs> Sleeping in a truck, they're they're hauling apples, and then they get there, and the guy's like, "You're a piece of shit because look at you. You got a beard, you're fat, and you drive a truck. I'm better than you. I'm gonna take these apples, and you wouldn't. You know, what make for it. Here's your paycheck. You know what it says? Dick. You made dick. You probably the whole back thing is full of Taiwanese hookers that you murdered on the goddamn road. You're a horrible human being, and you're not making any money. When literally they're bringing in every goddamn thing we have. They need to be making more money. Okay, I'm with you on that. They need to be making 90 grand a year. At least. Um, At least. All right. Well, we okay. There's a couple more I want to get into, but I mean, whatever. We're, we did it. We got, we, got through, we got through a couple. Let's just hear them real quick. What were they? Um, women. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, that one wasn't real, but it is real. Um, uh, but, oh, whatever. Who, who cares? We're gone. Let me, uh, let me ask you that. Anybody who uh, listening to this, if you have an opinion, uh, uh, tweet it at me, at Nathan McIntosh. I'd love to hear your opinion. Let me know what you think of this whole podcast in general. And again, if you, um, you know, like the jazz rants, let me know. And maybe you want to hear something be ranted about over jazz. Let me know that as well. Um, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. This is Positive Anger. You can find us on iTunes. Positive Anger. Please subscribe um, on Swell Audio, uh, pod, uh, Pandora for... Um, podcasts and um, just my website if you want um, nathanmagatosh.com twitter at nathanmagatosh and standupnylabs.com um, and for all the anti-semitical things <laughs> that John Fatigate said I think uh, the word is actually just anti-semitic uh, I don't know why I added anti-semitic goal to because it. you're super anti-semitic I, I was just I was a little I was just passionate about it I was getting into it um, and if you would like to be passionate with him and let him know how much you hate him <laughs> at John Fatigate. Or love me, if you love me. And too. love him. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. Listen thank to that you. voice. He's great. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, see you next week.